Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. It's Friday night here where we're recording, and today we got a pretty busy topic. We're talking about light sources, but before we can hop into that, we need to talk about some new updates. The new Bedrock Update 1.9 released on Tuesday. This update included the cornflower and the lily of the valley. If you don't know, the cornflower is a new flower that you can make, use to make blue dye, and a lily of the valley can be used to make white dye. This update did not include the third new flower called the wither rose, which is a drop you can only get when a wither kills something. This flower can be planted on any surface, so this was not included in this update. But this update did include some of the new slab stairs and walls that we were promised at Minecon Earth and by Mo Yang employees. This update also included two blocks, the fletching table and the smithing table, but they do not have any functionality yet. And villagers also have, uh, what do you call it, schedules. Villagers will now find beds and occupy them, and when they're sleeping in them, you can't. Villagers also have sort of routines. Uh, clerics will stand by brewing stands. Librarians will inspect bookcases, and farmers will, will work in the fields. Such and such. There's also a new villager type called the stonemason. You can trade him clay quartz and basically raw stone materials and such and he'll trade you the finished product so you can buy quartz pillars and red brick from him as well we got a new snapshot 19w06a and it's not a big one it basically included just some bug fixes and such there's a new there's a new splash screen and a slightly improved startup time and a few adjustments and fixed bugs and a bunch of random features such as pandas can eat while swimming and jungle pyramids not spawning in bamboo jungle also Pandas can sneeze slime balls, but you can't pick them up, so this is just some random stuff that caught my eye. Apparently there's jungle pyramids right here in the notes. I'm not sure if this is referring to jungle temples, which it probably is, but it may be a new structure that we haven't heard too much that they hid in this changelog. We had no emails this week, unfortunately. But if you want to email us, it's just at enderchestpod at gmail.com, and you can email suggestions or topics you want to hear about. We're also on Twitter at enderchestpod, where you can tweet to us and give us a follow. But enough chit-chat, we're going to get straight into our topic, and we're starting with Torch. And a Torch was actually suggested by a person named Sirion on basically the predecessor on a forum 
that was basically the ancestor of Reddit and Planet Earth. So, and this was in 2009, so a little bit after Minecraft had already released. So, it was added in December of 2009, and has a luminescence of 14. So, at every block away from it, it will decrease in luminescence. So, one block away will be 13, two blocks, 12, three blocks, 11, and so on and so on. It will melt snow. And it is renewable for one reason. You can make charcoal from wood. And you can use charcoal to make torches. And just in case you don't know, which you probably should, torches are just made with a charcoal or lump of coal placed on top of a torch. And you don't even need a crafting table. And they're found in a lot of natural structures. Mine... What do you call them? mine shafts, dungeons, etc. Well, not dungeons, but in the end, they're, they're everywhere. And but they're also found as loot because there's a 65.7% chance that you'll find them in the mine carts that you find at a mine shaft, and an 11.3% chance that you'll find them in the house chests in villages. And also a quick, a quick tip you can use torch for is if you see huge, huge, like, column of gravel or sand, you can put a torch under it, and when, they, and when they fall on it, they'll instantly break, saving you durability and time for your shovel. And it's used to create jack-o'-lanterns, where you just combine it with a pumpkin, a sheared pumpkin, which is very, very important that it's carved. And you carve a pumpkin by, you place the pumpkin on the ground, and then you use, you use it, so you either hold it, like in Pocket Edition, use the, or you use the Use key, if you're playing on other versions. Also used to make lanterns, in the upcoming 1.14, where you just surround a torch with iron nuggets in a crafting table. And also in Education Edition, you can make colored torches by combining with cerium chloride and the different colors of cerium chloride create different colored torches. So you can you make underwater torches by combining a torch with magnesium in only education edition. So you have to switch on education edition if you want to make these two things. And some more stuff. Notch actually planned torches to be temporary having to relight them with flint and steel. And this is actually implemented in the 2.0 April Fool's hoax update. And the hoax updates are kind of fun. I think we may do an episode in the future. I think that'd be a fun episode. But interesting, from the very beginning, torches were supposed to be replaced with lanterns, because, because lanterns are supposed to be like the infinite light source. And, but this was, came under fire a lot from the community and fell out of development. That is, until 1.14, where Lady Agnes revealed some snapshots of the lantern. We don't know too much about this lantern, I already gave you the crafting recipe, but they have a luminescence of 15, 
having one point higher luminescence. The torches will not be how they were originally intended to be, so they will continue to be infinite and will not have to be relit, which is a huge relief. And lanterns are also part of natural generation. They are part of snowy tundra villages. And the lantern kind of has a funny history. They wanted to implement it so many times and failed so many times, as, I, as I've already said. Let's see if they can finally do this and not chicken out like they did for the back then. They, they, they had planned, I think this was for like 1.6 or something. They said, we're going to add the lantern, but then they chickened out. So I think this was the pretty scary update. So that's what's called pretty scary update. And since we're talking about lanterns, we're just going to had a C right in front of that. We're talking about C lanterns now. They also have a level 15 luminescence. And when broken, they drop 2 to 3 prismarine shards. This goes up a little bit for each level of fortune you have. And if you have silk touch, you'll get the whole lantern. And natural generation, you can find them in ocean monuments and in ruins. And... To craft it, you need four shards, prismarine shards. You put them in the four corners of the crafting grid. And then all the rest of the grids, you put prismarine crystals in kind of a plus formation. And they're also used in conduits. Conduit, you, put, you can use sea lanterns for the structure that surrounds a conduit. And for the conduit structure, you can also use prismarine, prismarine bricks, and dark prismarine. So, most people I see use just prismarine. And history of the sea lantern is added in 1.8 in the Bountiful update. And then 1.13, you can find it in ruins that is used to make conduits. And also, sea lanterns have an animation, a very subtle animation has like a faint rippling. And next we have the jack-o'-lantern, which also has a luminescence of 15. Wait. Yeah, 15. You can break it with an axe, that's main tool. And I've already said the crafting recipe for this, but I'll just go over it one more time. You take a pumpkin, you shear the pumpkin, to make a carved pumpkin, and then you just add a torch in the crafting grid, and boom, jack lantern. And during Halloween, undead mobs, so fan, no, not phantoms, zombies, skeletons, wither skeletons, etc., have a chance to spawn with jack lanterns on their head. And they may drop it, and there's a higher chance that they'll drop it for every level of looting you have. And jack lanterns will also be found in piles in the Taiga Village in the coming one, upcoming 1.14. And you can also use jack lanterns to make snow and iron golems, although this is just a waste of a lump of coal. So. And next we're talking about end rods. We're kind of finishing up our end city theme that we had last 
time. And and rods have luminescence of 14, so less than the jack lantern, the sea lantern, and the regular lantern. The same luminescence that a torch has. You craft it with a blaze rod and a popped coarse fruit. And they spawn naturally in cities, of course, all around the outside. In 1.9, they were added in the combat update. And using commands, you can place it on top of mobs to and position itself to look like a unicorn horn. In fact, this command is referred to unicorn horn, except unicorn is spelled with a K instead of a C. Spelled U-N-I-C-O-R-N. And finally, we're going to have a redstone lamp. So it has a luminescence of 15, and it's crafted with four redstone around a glowstone. So it has a similar crafting recipe to compass. So, kind of. So you have a plus sign. In the very center grid of the crafting table, you place a glowstone. And you put four redstone around the glowstone. But you leave out the four corners. There are nothing in the four corners. And it's a switchable light. So you can turn it off and on with a lever or a button. You can also control it with daylight sensors, which we talked a little bit about in our first, very first episode, where you could have it where your redstone lamps will turn on when it becomes night. And you can also use it where you have a light switch in your house. Very common design, but it is there. And redstone lamps weren't there from the very beginning, but pretty much so. They were added in 1.2. And I would have loved to talk about glowstone also, but we're saving that for another topic when we come back for round three in the nether. But we're going to end off this part with just, we're going to review everything in the game that actually makes light just quickly. So, the top light level is 15. The things that make the 15 light level are beacons, and gateways, and portals. Fire, glowstone, jack-o'-lanterns, lava, redstone lamps, Sea lanterns, four sea pickles when they're in water, so when sea pickles are in water, they'll produce light. So four sea pickles will make 15 light. Conduit, lantern, and campfires. Campfires used to be much less, I think it was like eight, but they've bumped it up, they've updated the light range, it's now 15. At 14, we have enrons and torches. At 13, we have an active furnace, basically. If the furnace is cooking or smelting, it will produce a light level of 13. And number 12, we have Glowing Obsidian, which isn't actually in the game, but it's like, exists. We might talk about that a little bit, because it has a lot to do with Crying Obsidian, and if you're curious what that is, you'll have to wait until we do our sleeping episode. And three sea pickles underwater will make a light level of 12, and an enchantment table in Bedrock Edition will also make light. And at number 11, we have nether, the nether portal all sitting all alone. 
And at number 9, redstone ore, when you punch it or walk over it, it'll make 9 light. And 2 sip pickles in water will also make that light level of 9. At 7, we have an ender chest, guys, just like us, ender chest. So this podcast makes a light level of 7. Um, a redstone torch also makes a light level of 7. And light level 7 is also the maximum light for stuff to spawn. So, at level 6, it's just a single sea pickle underwater. At level 3, spawners and magma cubes, like mob spawners that you'll find in dungeons and such. And magma cubes. At number 1, we have a brewing stand. So all these at number 1 and 3, you probably don't even notice. Because actually, nighttime is actually brighter than all of these. And I'll show you, I'll tell you about that in a little bit, but Dragon Egg also has a light level 1 end frame, like end portal frames. Blue Ice, only in Bedrock Edition. Blue Ice does not make any light in Java or Legacy Console Edition. And what I'm most surprising is Brown Mushrooms. Not, not just like any mushroom, just brown mushrooms. Just for like no particular reason at all. Just brown mushrooms. And if you want to check this out, you can, pro- you can go onto a Java world and go into debug screen. And you can find that it's a light level of 1. And now we'll be talking about nature so and weather. So when it's sunny, it'll give off a light level of 15. When it's raining or snowing, it'll give off a light level of 12. And during a thunderstorm, you get a light level of 10. And at night, you get a light level of 4. So, night actually has a light level higher than spawners, magma cubes, brewing stands, brown mushrooms, dragon eggs, and portal frames, and blue ice, except blue ice is only in pocket edition. Like, the light in pocket edition. So, it's like... Some things have light, even though they don't need to, so... And... When we come back, we're gonna be talking about some Twitter fire. Okay, here we are, we're talking about some Twitter fire. So this started when Jeb... Had a thing, this is exactly what his tweet said, and it says, I have a lot of fun looking at jitter-clicking tutorials, but in all seriousness, Java and Bedrock need to have the same combat system in the future. So this could mean that either Bedrock adopts 1.9 combat, or Java reverts back in time to the spam clicking of Bedrock. So this is kind of, they want to balance the combat system, and the number one response right here is from Lord Kamdar, and it says, please don't refer revert to spam clicking it was horrible so like people most of the ways people are taking this they think we're going back to spam clicking but i actually think this is actually going more towards bedrock is getting the 1.9 combat system as well as the why bedrock's also getting the shields and more offhand um, functionality and such. So I actually think 
it's going the opposite way, most people, but as you scroll through the responses here, many people are talking about how it's going back in time. I have one here where it has a bell, and then the bell, it's like a picture of a bell, and it has a decent, like, drawing of a bell, then it has a bad drawing of a bell, and that just has a line. So it's like, they're talking about de-evolution, and then they're talk, and then there's a bunch of other stuff. So I want to see your opinion. Do you like the bedrock combat where you spam click as fast as you can until you kill that mob, or do you like the more rhythmic, cool down, strategic way of 1.9 combat? So do you like? Uh, let's uh, let's give us a nickname. Do you want so bedrock combat or one point nine combat? I want to see what your opinions on this. Many people want the spam clicking back, and other people are saying, "Please do not get us here." So there's a bunch of stuff here. So Twitter's been kind of on fire, and I think this went the exact opposite way that Jeb wanted. I think he meant that Bedrock is getting this system of combat. Bevelin's taking it in a Java perspective, even though I don't think this is what we should be doing. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But I hope you've had a good time, and hopefully you've taken away a little bit of information, and can, and now with new information about exactly how much light something makes, you can incorporate into your buildings, and stop mob spawns, or maybe uh, bring in mob spawns, depending on what your purpose is. But I hope you have a wonderful day, and remember follow us on Twitter. And uh, if you want to see anything, if you want to hear anything discussed on this podcast, just you can tweet to us on Twitter or you can email us at enderchesspod at gmail.com. But just have a wonderful day, guys. So we'll see you out there on the Minecraft savannas and plains and forests and deserts and villages.